Here we go! Back in class, motherfucker! Here we go! <laughs> See that? I like that. Yeah. It is. This this is experimenting. This is slash you. Is that like someone taking off in a spaceship? It's like a rocket launcher, I think. Four, three, two, one, That's our producer in the booth. Oh yeah. He's giving us a countdown. Thanks, Jerry. Right. Thanks, Jerry. Big, big shout out to Jerry. <laughs> and a big shout out to the students of the U, oh your God. professors, Nick and Andy. Uh, We're back. It's so good to be back. We're back. Oh, man. I have to tell you this, Andy. Tell me. I'm not bringing up politics, not bringing up shit, but get vaccinated, kids. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's what saved my life. I, you, uh. can hear, <laughs> you can hear us on the last episode. Blood Harvest. Blood episode Harvest. 49. Episode 49. Hey, episode 49. This is episode 50. Episode 50. We'll get that in a second. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> Nick and Andy had COVID. Yep. Uh, episode 49, <laughs> I specifically said it's not COVID, it's a cold. Uh, I even told Nick yep. not to come over, and, and I was uh, like, eh, it's a fucking cold. According to Mori Povich, uh, that was a lie. Uh, yeah. It looks a like lie. you was, are... Yeah. Fucking got the COVID. You are not the father of COVID. It was, um, it had all the symptoms of just a common cold. I got fucking knocked the fuck out. I've had dozens of colds in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 40 years old now. I probably get a cold every year. And it starts as a sore throat. And then it moves up into my head, a lot of congestion and snot and stuff, sneezing. Then it moves into my chest and I cough for a couple days and then it's gone. So this was following that track. And that's why I was like, well, this is a cold. And at work, I have a fucking like uh, an HR like thing I got to fill out before I go anywhere. Oh, yeah. Do you have these symptoms? And it lists the symptoms. And on on the list, none of those symptoms are extreme nasal congestion you know it's yeah. not on there it's cough it's fever it's loss of taste. i never had a fever never had a fever i never lost my taste you lost taste i lost and taste smell. smell i had a cough from hell at yeah. one on the second day like i felt like my chest was going to explode right. so i was very convinced that this was just a cold that and nyquil and dayquil were working you know i was taking those and i it, it helped my symptoms not out. me and so um, I'm deeply sorry you came over. You came over. You tell me it was your own it was. choice to come over. You were like, you told me, yeah. Nick, maybe we should record another day. And I was like, it's a fucking cold. Yeah. Are you okay? And you went, I feel fine. I'm just a little stopped. I mean, it was yeah. a cold. Yeah. And, I mean, and, uh, uh, you can't. We it's... looked at each other and we breathed the same air for 90 minutes. Yeah. If you come to the Slash U <laughs> Studios, please do not lick our microphones. <laughs> Definitely not. Not just because of COVID. <laughs> Plenty of other... Plenty of other well, reasons. Well, no, if I didn't to... have COVID, I wouldn't mind if someone came to our studios and decided to give a lick. Yeah, I guess I'd be okay with it too, but, but still. I'm, hey, listen, campus is back over. open. We're, we're back. And we're glad to be here. Um, and I and I, again, Andy, I, I fucking totally spaced because of COVID. Yeah. Episode 50? It is episode 50, baby. That's pretty fucked. We've watched 49 movies. We've been around a while. Yeah. Over a year. Over a year now. And uh, it, we didn't really plan anything super extravagant for episode 50. It is we another. Should've. It's another movie. Uh, you know, it's not a special occasion movie or anything. Well, um, episode 51 will be a special occasion because yeah. I do want to bring this up. This is our last episode until October yeah. 28th, where we, where we slash you will be recording live at the yes. very famous X-Ray Arcade in beautiful Cudahy, Wisconsin, yeah. which is a great, uh, beautiful suburb of Milwaukee. Yep. X-Ray is wonderful, kick-ass place for live music, great foods, and drinks. Uh, they very happy that they're entered. They invited they're us, us to come day. do yep. uh, a movie, which we will announce, and 
a live recording. So yeah, that's gonna be a blast. You watch the movie with us. Take a break. Get your pee pees and poo poos done. Grab a beer, and then Nick and I will record an episode of Slash You right there. And talk about it. Yeah, it's gonna be arcade. fun. <clears throat> that People is a, probably dress up. We got famous guests coming in. What? what? Yeah. What? what? Yeah. No. Yeah. What? I heard the director of Bloodhook is really gonna come down. setting the bar high on this one, bro. <laughs> yeah. Would it be cool though if we get the director of Bloodhook? He probably lives in Wisconsin. Oh yeah, maybe he's up in Hayward. Don't maybe, know. We, maybe we can get uh, some of the <laughs> family members and friends. Anyway, we're going off too much. Yeah. We're going to mark your calendars. Mark though. your calendars. Yeah. October twenty eighth. Yeah. Uh, for those of you um, in and close around. to Milwaukee, yeah. come hang out with us. Yeah, and even if you're a little farther away, you know, fly, yeah. fly in. Yeah, uh, you can I'll, stay at Nick's house. Stay at my house. I got two guest rooms. We can. Uh, the The X Ray Arcade does require proof of vaccination or a negative test within the prior seventy two hours. Just bring it. So we will. Um, we're all just trying to keep everybody healthy. Yeah, we want to say that. Shut the um, hell up. So, but we're back and better than ever. Yes, we are. If in case you forgot, we are Slasher University, also known as Slash U. And what do we do here at the U, Andy? Well, we like to watch and uh, talk about cheesy, campy, sometimes forgotten horror and slasher films uh, made somewhere in the range of 1977 to 1988, sticking, you know, late 70s and 80s. This week, episode 50. Episode 50, 1987, 1986. We watched The Majorettes. The Majorettes. One hour. It is 86. One hour, 33 minutes. Yeah, Uh, and and I say 86 because on the movie itself, the little Roman numerals had copyright. Oh, God, you're smart. You read that shit? Well, I only looked so I could be sure. Yeah, because some said 86, some said 87. So we'll go. But the movie itself. 86. uh, Directed by S. S. William Hinsman. Or he he was going by Bill Hinsman for this okay. movie, um, and this was based on a novel by John Russo. Yeah, let's bring up John Russo. Let's do. Uh, he is a like internationally well published horror novelist. Uh, he was a co-author of the screenplay of the original 1968 Night of the Living Dead. George Romero, of course. Sure. Um, he also was a co-writer on Return of the Living Dead. That brings us to that PA connection. That Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania connection. Oh, okay. This movie was uh, the act. Yeah, the guy who plays the preacher in the Majorettes. Yeah, was our first actor. The brother. It was a brother and sister that pull up to a cemetery in the very beginning of Night of the Living Dead, black and white movie, nineteen sixty-eight. He was born in nineteen forty, so I figure he's like in his late Mm twenties in that movie, Night of the Living Dead. And this one, obviously, he's in his forties. But that connection to Pittsburgh, uh, Greg Nicotero. Of uh, everyone knows special effects, Walking Dead. Yeah, he is from Pittsburgh. He uh, actually got his start doing makeup and shit with George Romero's <laughs> film Return of the Living Dead. Uh, you know, because George Romero stayed true to his roots in Pennsylvania. So that said, set. I thought it was kind of a cool connection. Was I it thought, shot in Pennsylvania? Or yes, just set there. It was shot there. It okay. was. To- oh yeah, everything <clears throat> shot there. Because if you notice, like people that were in the background, you see Pitt. You know, pit shirts, the school pit. Oh, sure. You see Pittsburgh uh, uh, Steelers jerseys. I saw a Pittsburgh Steelers hat. <laughs> uh, you you definitely get that sense that it's because uh, in, in northern the Allegheny Mountains is that it? Northern PA. Sure. Uh, <laughs> that's where they're kind of set. What so am that's I, some what it kind is. Kind of geographer. Hey. Also, <laughs> we're gonna spoil the fuck out of the majorettes. Uh, yeah. If you don't know that by now, if you're a new listener, welcome aboard. Thanks for joining us on episode 50. We are spoiling the whole movie. Yeah. And my um, name's, I want to go by Daniel. I think that would look, do yeah. I look like a Daniel? Sure. I could call you a Dan. Hey, would I'm you go Dan. by Daniel. 
No, I'd go Dan. I'd go, I'd go. Danny. Hmm. I like Kevin. Danford. Danford. Right. Yeah. Sure. Danford. I knew a guy and Kevin. in high school named Brad, and his his full name was not Bradley; it was Bradford. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, it's not weird. Yeah. Well, they're different guys. You know, we didn't know the same guy, did we? Well, I know, but I've heard a lot of Bradfords before. I'm saying, but I'm not, I'm Danford. You're Danford. Yeah. All right. All right. right, So welcome to Slash You. I'm Danford. (laughs) And I'm Kevin. (laughs) You know what's weird? I don't feel like, I I know it's only been a couple weeks since we recorded. Yeah. Uh, Blood Harvest, Tiny Tim. Hello, how are you doing? That was Um, a good one. I don't, I don't feel like I'm in my element right now. You feel a little off. Feel a little off. Um, me too. Um, is it the mics? Like everything's working. Yeah, so. everything's fine. Um, we're gonna get through uh, this majorette. We're not cinephiles. We don't. No. don't we're not one of those <laughs> jerks that bores you. The bores the fuck out of you at a movie that wants to one up you with every fucking movie fact or <laughs> kind of deep dive into a movie. So fuck cinephiles. Uh, job bless, science bless, Nick and Andy, yeah. and uh, we're doing the majorettes. Andy, this movie is like majorettes is like if the guy who directed Rambo had a stepson. Mm-hmm. who was addicted to wine coolers and soft porn. Okay. And wanted to write and direct a horror movie. Mm-hmm. This would be that movie. It's a perfect analogy. I exactly, You paint a picture with your words. The stepson of the guy who directed Rambo, yep. he's addicted to wine coolers and yep. softcore porn. I understand. And he's also kind of wants to write and direct a horror film. Right. This would be the horror film that he would write. But it's very important that he's the... Stepson. Stepson of, of the, the guy who directed Rambo. Yes. Okay. So you're gonna get it because Andy, can 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 I just can I be honest with you? I didn't know if it was a horror slasher. I hope you're always honest with me. But yeah. Was it a, was it an action movie? Was it a horror movie? Was it a slasher movie? Was it a mystery? I mean, there's so much fucking going on. Like I seriously thought it'd be like he drew first blood. Like, no, I, I see where you're going. Um, let's put it this way: our standards are so low here at Slash U that this is this passes for a slasher. Yeah, I think there is a guy. Who's killing people with a knife? Yeah, and, we'll, we'll and, get into it, yeah. but um, this is uh, the time where we're probably going to dive into Landy's yeah. Cliff Kill! Il, il, il. Notes, oats, oats, oats! Brought to you by race cars. If you want to drive and go really fast, go get yourself a race car. Race car. And now, 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 Andy's, Andy's Cliff, Cliff, Kill! Notes! Bum, 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 bum. Race car, spelled the same, backwards and forwards. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, the Cliff Kill Notes are a brief summary of the movie so you know what it's about. If you haven't watched this movie, uh, hit pause, go watch it. It is actually available for three ninety nine to rent on Amazon, nineteen ninety nine. If you're a horror yeah. fan, slasher fan, watch yeah. it. If you this is one of the ones that wasn't for free. No. But I think it's good enough where it's worth the rental price at, min- at least. Uh but I bought X-Ray from a couple episodes back, and that's a piece of shit. So, Have you watched that since? Nope. I, but I paid money for it. Nine, I think it was nine ninety nine or something. Anyway, cool. here's the summary for the Majorettes. There you go. Uh, this is a quick one, Nick. Someone's killing members of the high school Majorettes team. Also, there's a local gang of thugs terrorizing kids around school. <laughs> that is the summary and the setup of the movie. This movie was... I... There are so many components to the movie that we'll dive into as we talk about it. Again, yep. 1986's The Majorettes. Um, it's a typical start. Typical first, start first, what's a majorette? Because I don't think that's a common term nowadays, at least. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, you think, of, think of a high school band. Yeah. You got the band. Yeah. You got the color guard. Yeah. You got the flag girls. Yeah. You got the cheerleaders. Yeah. Then you got the majorettes. They're the one that twirls the batons. So they're a dance team? A dance Kinda? cheer team. 
Okay. With batons. With the batons. You gotta have batons. Got it. If you don't have a fucking baton, you're not a fucking majorette. You're, you're a poser. Okay. You're a poser. It's you, like you could just be a cheerleader. It's like someone wearing vans and not skateboarding. <laughs> Sorry for a lot of our teenage target workers out there. <laughs> you're gonna hear Nick and I cough. We still have uh, residual symptoms. Sorry. Here, let me lick your microphone. It's you already did. Oh yeah, that's, uh, right. so. that's, how, I, that's how I start every episode. Everyone. Uh, yeah, no, but the, but the a majorette. So yeah. it's a typical start where we see our majorettes dancing. Yes. Uh, hey, hey, hence the title of the movie. You're probably gonna want to see what a majorette does. Yeah. They're just dancing in front of a t- photographer. Where we're meeting the girls, it's the coach. They practice. They practice. Yeah. They're, and the coach is watching them. Yeah. Uh, they're getting their pictures taken by a. Um, you know, kind of a nerdy IT guy, but he's His there. His name's Tommy. Tommy. Yeah. And we also are going to watch creepy janitor Harry. Yeah. He, he's a little slow. Harry's a little slow. He's a janitor. Very creepy. Yep. Watching the girls dance. And um, these girls are bringing the heat, Andy. They got moves. It's like if High School Musical arrived on the short yellow bus. I mean, these girls can dance. Okay. No, they can't. Yeah, I know. You put it in quotes. Dance. Hey, <laughs> what was that movie we saw where the girls were playing basketball? Oh, God. I remember what you're talking about. I don't remember which movie, but yeah, that's what we said. There's a bunch of actresses Yeah, trying to bless girls. Like, this is just a bunch of actresses trying to dance, but they're all <laughs> dancing in front of Tommy and the right. camera. So, right. um, in fact, uh, one of the dancers in this is Renee Zellweger's cousin. Shut up. Really? <laughs> yes. I'm not. <laughs> you're not re- kidding? I mean, that's re- fake, fake news. Oh, you bastard. It's been a couple weeks here. Oh, since that's COVID fog. It was Nicole. I thought Nicole, senses. as she's dancing, I thought... She looks a little like looks Renee, Renee Zellweger. I can see that, yeah. All right, but they're just dancing in front of... The, the music at this point in the movie sounds like a real shitty Bengals knockoff, <laughs> if you ask me. Um, that's, that was my impression. Or uh, who's the one who sings like the Christmas song? The Waitresses, I think? It's Christmas time. I don't know the song, but I think that they're called The Waitresses, the 80s band. And that's this song. Oh, yeah. It's... Yeah. Con- dun- dun- I know what you're talking about. Well, it's a good thing you did it that way. We don't have to pay. Or we're not going to get in trouble for copyright. It, it, we yeah. Go back and enter it yeah. here. The mo- the name of the song is... No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Stump, miss, stump, stump, yeah. stump. Anyway, we're that spending way too much time. Sounds on. like the music here. And Nicole, They're, at the end of practice here, I thought it was funny how uh, Nicole, the one that you said looks like Renee, could be related to Renee Zellweger, yeah. she kind of takes uh, the photographer Tommy aside while everyone else heads off to the locker room for showers. But then when they cut to the locker room, Nicole's the first one walking in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. A little continuity. Well, that is good. Because yeah. she is ta- she's, talking she, to Tommy. She, she was very much flirting with Tommy like yep. like as, she, as he's taking pictures. Yep. And, yep. you know, most of the girls, you know, did their post because each one of them did an individual dance in front of Tommy. So they get their pictures made. Mm-hmm. Nicole went nuts. She was smiling, flirting, yeah. twirling his hair. Yeah. So something's going on. Nicole is flirting with Tommy, who's a geek. Nicole yeah. is a very popular majorette. Yep. And with a title like the majorettes, um, <laughs> you know, when they say hit the showers, you know, you're going to see some B-U-B's. Uh, yeah, you do. Uh, it's pretty obvious. that Nicole, Vicky, Judy, boobies. Yep, and uh, our uh, pervert janitor Harry Schuler spying on them through the yeah through event, through event in, the in the locker the next, room. In the next room, yeah, he's like in the janitor closet and he's like cut totally. a hole and he's looking through the vent. He has a camera. Yeah, like, he's he's into photography. He's taking photos. You should see you should see some of the picture still life he does. Oh yeah, it's yeah. good, good stuff. Yeah, you should Google it. High school girls naked. Hmm. High school girls naked. But yeah. yeah, Harry is in the next room taking pictures of the girls talking, but they're all giving Nicole shit. Yeah. About Tommy. Yeah. You just uh, get real friendly with Tommy there, Nicole. And he's like, ah, uh, he's he's all right. 
I don't know. There wasn't much to it that I. Well, I mean, you're obviously getting an idea. Like he's a geek. Yeah. He's a nerd. Yeah. You're a popular majorette. Majorette. Why are you flirting with him? Yeah. Foreshadowing. There is some foreshadowing. We also find out in this part too, while the girls are showing some uh, booby boobs, (laughs) that uh, the creepy janitor Harry has a mother named Helga. Right. Helga is the caretaker of a grandmother, and that grandmother is Vicky's. Vicky's grandmother. Yeah, because that's Vicky, very important. Vicky talks about it like, yeah, oh, Vic- Harry's harm. Because they say, did you see Harry staring at us? Yeah. What a creep. Oh, he's harmless. His mom, you know, keeps him under control. And his mom's been very good with my grandma as, as our so, family nurse. Or fa- family nurse, yeah. Helga, family nurse. Yeah. And her son, Harry, live at uh, Vicky's house taking care of the grandmother. But so Vicky's very important. got a little uh, scratch. Vicky's little money. got a little scratch. Her yeah. family did. But we'll definitely dive into that. But Vicky is, you know, kind of setting up that story that Harry isn't that bad. Um, right. This seems to be another movie with a lot of religious tones to me. I mean, we're going to oh, d- yeah. dive into that, but we always we always have some movie Savage Weekend. I can first one that comes up, you know, where you're always yep. going to keep going back. Spider to, University. There you go. Oh, for a premiere episode. episode. Yeah. God, come on, Nick. Can you get a little louder? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a horror. Movie, there's always that back and forth with religion and yeah. horror and sex and boobs. Exactly. So. Um, we this, go to. Uh, was there anything else in the locker room? No, this is kind of setting up the story yep. where. But this is they they go to Vicky's house where we meet Elvira, the grandmother, yeah. who is an invalid. They've or, got Harry developing the pictures in his dark room mm-hmm. as well, which is another bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, uh, Harry uses the old school techniques it's for the developing 80s. pictures. They don't have iPhones. Well, I call them. it old school now, but back then you're <laughs> right. It was the way to do it. It was called a dark room. A dark room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's developing the photos of the, uh, the our young uh, Vangerettes, and he's staring their... at him with his wide-eyed, creepy, oh, yeah, that oh, yeah. great. Give me some Vaseline um, and some t- tissue papers. And his mom, Helga, is wheeling Grandma around the house. Elvira, can't, gr- yeah, Elvira, Elvira. can't speak. Elvira's the grandmother, can't speak, can't talk, just kind of rolls and rolls around with a blank expression on her she face. She had a stroke? Had a stroke. Okay. Um, Helga is the ger- Hello, my name is Helga, and I'm going to tell you that I'm yeah. going to kill you soon, Elvira. German, yeah. I, is that? Do, I feel like I'm not a German here. Where am I from? I'm, it's like a Transylvania More Italian. Like, yeah, you might be. I want swing. to suck your blood. <laughs> I passed the fazool. My name is a Helga. <laughs> give me the, give me, give me the blood and the spaghetti with the marinara. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Hold on, Helga. But Helga, Helga is trying. We find out that um, very quickly that Helga's not a good nurse. She's talking she, shit. She's talking shit to Elvira. Like, I'm going to kill you soon, you fucking deaf mute bitch. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and poor Elvira. She's just this innocent grandmother. Yep. Yeah. I, I, Helga's walking around the house looking at all the antiques. Yeah, like, I'm, this all shit's going to be mine. sell all this. And, she talks um, to Elvira. Could you imagine? We're going to take, take out your, your granddaughter. And then we're gonna take out you. Take take you out. Take and you could you out. imagine, like you could here, or if you were walking around, I think around, she can. Yeah, and could, but you could you but imagine if can't. I was your caretaker, if yeah. I was if I was Helga and I was pulling you around, Andy, I was like, Andy, I'm going to kill you soon. And, and I'm then, in a waking coma. Yeah, and I'm like, just like, you're gonna die. And you're like, yeah, I can't do anything nope. about it. But can't I'm do fully a conscious thing. of what you're doing. Yeah. So Helga's planning something. Yeah, know, and because we do know this, Vicky does have the kish. Her parents have the kish. So cash. Cash, kish, cash. It's cash. how the it's how the kids say cash uh, money, um, <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> Vicky uh, comes home uh, during the middle of Helga shit talking. Doesn't yeah. hear it. No, but uh, Vicky's sweet. She's an all American girl. She is. I thought right then she, you know, I was like, she's gonna wind up being the star of this film. 
I kind of thought so too. She ends up just basically saying like, "Oh, Helga, you know, we love you. Thank you so much for taking care of my grandma. You've been great to all of us, taking care of me too." And Helga's just like, "I'm going to uh, put your grandma to bed, and then I'm going to retire as well." Yeah, she's that, not that... Italian. I'm bad at. I don't know, but she's uh, German. I'm going to put your grandma to bed. It's more Russian or I don't know. I don't know. We, we are the worst at are alienating all European listeners. Um, but Helga's like, I'm going to retire. You yeah. are such a sweetheart for Thank telling me Thank you for that. saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Tommy and Majorette Nicole they're, arriving yeah. somewhere, somewhere similar to a make-out point. Make-out point. It's in a car, and they're out in the woods. Tommy, and, uh, Tommy, can't, Tommy can't believe it. He is starstruck. That he is dating, that he's going on a date with Nicole. Yeah, this super popular sexy girl would want to hang with a guy like him. And she's like, but you're just so sweet and innocent. Mm -hmm. I love you. Take off your glasses and kiss me. Yeah. And as he starts kissing her, he gets so lucky. She puts his hand on her boob. He gets to touch a boobie. Before he dies. Yeah, they're going to die here. (laughs) Uh, But I mean, at least he got to grab a little boobie before he dies. Well, that's true. And I mean, if if this is your first (laughs) slasher movie... I should tell you right now, anytime two kids pull up to make out in a car in the woods, they're going to die. At least one of them is going to die. Most likely both. And these two are both going to die. But um, they start making out. He gets to grab a boob. He does. And as he's starting to kind of caress the boob, she suddenly stops. She can't do it. She can't nope. go through with it. And we fi- we find out that Nicole is pregnant. Yep. And she was going to make it with Tommy. Make it. And say that he's the father. Because the real father is the town school, high school drug dealer, Mace. Mace Windu? Star Wars? Yes. Played by Samuel L. Jackson. It's a trap! No. no. Mace is, uh, yeah, the gang leader. Yeah, he's a, high, he's a drug dealer. He's, yeah. a, he's a no good Nick. And uh, um, he knocked up Nicole. He knocked Nicole. Go, but probably she probably likes the bad boys. Uh, yeah, I mean, she would in order to... Uh, 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 hang out with Mace Jackson, but, but, anyway, uh, but yeah. So you know, she's like, "Just help me out, Tommy." You know, like, I'll mm-hmm. let, "You're you're so smart, and I'm pregnant. I don't know what the fuck to do." Yeah. Meanwhile, a hooded killer who grunts like Madman Mars. Yeah, I know. Why, why do killers in the '80s? Go, I, don't I don't know. The guy's point of view stalking him in the woods. And, yeah, he's yeah. dressed in camo, oh, head to toe. Head to toe camo. Yeah. He does a kill that I know Andy likes. He jumps on the roof of yeah. their car, through the roof, grabs Tommy, guts his throat. Uh, Nicole yep. runs off. Yep. Um, let's not go into it. He, it's he, a short he, chase. It's a short woods. chase through the woods. He guts her throat too. He kills her. Yeah. But uh, cleanses her in a small crick. Small That's crick. weird, right? Mm-hmm. He like takes her body, like carries her. Cra- I just put myself in the eye. Ow. He like cradles her and and um, holds her under the water. In, in a creek and her baby uh yeah she's pregnant so he uh, killed he, three people there he probably doesn't know that you know uh, holds her under the water and then we start to intercut with the next scene yeah we flash to the next scene which is a baptism we flash back to the killer putting nicole's body underwater back to the baptism real quick which is a little girl getting baptized in, in a lake and there's over uh, voiceover of you know cleanse the sin yeah and, and then we flash fully to the next scene to the baptism that's happening in a, yeah. a small river. I liked that little. So did I. Yeah. And that's right away, Andy. Right when you brought that up, when that when they kept going back to those quick edits between uh, the the kill of Nicole and the baptism of the young girl yeah. uh, within that small river. Uh, right away, right there, I knew it was going to have more religious calls to purification. Yep. And religious tones. I mean, right then I was going to be like, okay, this is something 
That's we're gonna have more call to actions about religion in this movie, which we do. My first watch, I knew right away. I was uh, like, "Yeah, that's pretty obvious." Uh, Sheriff Mustache is there um, with with <laughs> His all the name other. Is Sheriff Broden. Oh, Broden. Yeah, he's got that. Everybody's Sheriff uh, Braden. It's Braden. Braden. Sorry, Sheriff, Sheriff, I can't read my own writing. Sheriff Braden, Sheriff Braden is Braden. there um, watching the baptism of the young girl. <laughs> it's required, by the way, if you're gonna be a sheriff. Yeah, you got. You have to have most a cops. I still think nowadays you must have a mustache. Yep. You know our friend Matt White. Yeah. He's got a great cop mustache. Oh, yeah, he does. It's a real good Magnum P.I. looking yeah. mustache. I call him a fat Tom Selleck. That's mean. Well, he laughs, so. That's not, but yeah, but he, laughs. But he probably cries inside. Oh, Matt, behave. you're a beautiful fuck. He, he is beautiful. To, he doesn't listen to our No, shit. he doesn't. That's uh, but, why I'm okay yeah. saying it. <laughs> so, but Sheriff Braden is there with all the other old town folk. Yeah. I mean, no one under the age of fucking 50 is in this goddamn, <laughs> you know, There's... watching this young girl get baptized. And yeah. then uh, Deputy Dumbfuck comes running up to uh, Braden and interrupts a religious party and yeah. lets Sheriff Braden know that two murders. Got a occurred. couple murders. Yep. So the sheriff's got to leave the baptism. And we cut to our detective. Yeah, here as yeah, as, Co- as as Braden and uh, Deputy Dumbfuck run off to check the murders, <laughs> we cut to uh, Coach Morgan. Coach uh, Marie Morgan is the majoress coach, and mm-hmm. she's in bed with Roland Martell, who is a detective. He yeah, and that and they and they talk about religion a little bit. Yeah, that's know. like hint 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 <clears throat> hint. Are they married? They're married. No, they're just dating. They're just dating. Yeah, uh, because she talks about how they just got married, uh, uh, named uh, godparents of somebody, her nephew. So that's why I thought they were married. But it's Morgan and Martell. Not saying that women can't. I, I, I'm yeah. saying this is the '80s. I think most of the time in the '80s, the woman took the man's yeah, last name. I don't think they had any right. uh, cosmopolitan articles written at the time about she your just. Own name. Yeah, she mentions though how. Um, uh, they just adopted, being, yeah, yeah okay. being godparents, you know, and then do you believe in God? And Roland's kind of like, well, not really strongly, you know, whatever. It's okay. Let me, uh, uh let me put <clears throat> to our dear listeners that, uh, Roland Martel, the detective. Yeah. Uh, looks like every award winning porn actor in the eighties. Oh, strongly agree. Seriously. Pit, yeah. With blonde hair. <laughs> picture <laughs> it right now. Go. You're exactly right. Yes. Yes. What you're picturing is what, what you're he picturing looks like. is, is exactly what he looks like. <laughs> Blonde, curly hair, creepy mustache, porn tall, yeah. porn. I mean, dude, he seriously. I was like, I've seen this guy, you know, in at least like six porns. Yeah. So they're a young, a young John Holmes. <laughs> I agree. They're chatting uh, about life and religion, yep. and uh, there's a phone call. Ring, ring. Uh, Roland gets a call about the murders, uh, and he is told right over the phone that it was Nicole and Tommy, and hangs up and tells Marie, "Sorry to tell you this, you know." One of your majorettes. One of your majorettes is got dead. killed last night, and so did Tommy. And so did Tommy, the photographer. School photographer. So he's called to the murders. Marie, obviously distraught, and Roland and the sheriff uh, aren't aren't buddies. Mar- Brayton and Martell. Uh, I'm just gonna call him like Sheriff Martell, sure. Detective uh, Roland Martell. Yep. Uh, and Sheriff Brayden. Not you're homies. right. Not homies at uh, all. Yeah. Well, a detective is from the county, right? He's been called into the local. Yeah, but it's... So it's the sheriff, like, this is my jurisdiction. It's small town PA those, over here. Yeah, you're one of those county fucks coming down here to tell me how to do things at the city well, level. yeah, but whatever. I mean, I still think, like... But there's a couple murders. We need a detective. Yeah, and we need, like, we need, you know, like... But he even knows. He even tells his little fuck buddy. Uh, he tells Majory or... Mark... <laughs> Marie? Marie. Yeah, he tells Marie, like, hey, you know, I don't really like this dick. <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry. So as they, uh, I'm so sorry, <laughs> as Martel uh, hops uh, from the bed in his tidy whities <laughs> yep. uh, to change, we cut to uh, the high school again where we're on the football field. 
And this is where we meet Jeff, the star QB. He's the star QB, but he's having problems. His head's not in the game, Nick. Yeah. You know, just like everyone thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be this season. Yeah. Turns can, out can you make just sports jokes on a podcast? I don't see why not. Because people don't really, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the QB for uh, the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Some people are saying he kind of looks like a swept up janitor now, but. Yeah, I heard, I saw a meme that said Aaron Rodgers looks like a guy who steals catalytic converter. But <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Jeff is the star quarterback. He yeah. is the Aaron Rodgers of, of the high school team, of the yeah. Majorettes high school uh, yeah. football team. He can't get his act together. Coach is worried about him. During this whole time, too, Harry is watching. Harry's eating his lunch. Kind of, or, yeah. no, or you know, not not necessarily. Eating. He, he's kind of watching the the football players yeah. play, and uh, he's up in the bleachers. Yeah, and so as like you know, the football team is is kind of getting their shit you know together, and coaches their coaches talking with them. This is where uh, we get the whole bang, the whole high school team together. When you were asking about a majorette, Andy. This is it. We see you it in get, action on the field. You get the you get the school band. Mm-hmm. You get the color guard. <laughs> yeah. You get the cheerleaders, and you get the majorettes. The majorettes, and they're practicing their. Yep. They well, all perform as one. Their halftime routine. Their halftime. Yes, sir. It's a halftime routine. Yeah. I used to do this, by the way. I was in the band. Yeah, you're too. I marched trombone, and trombone. I marched in a couple of halftime shows. Uh, homecoming, we did. Uh, Jody danced with Jody danced next to the Doobie Brothers at a. Um, uh, Super Bowl game in oh, Arizona. Well, she fucking did. Trump's my story. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Biden's your story. Yeah, that, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, that, that <laughs> unnecessary drone strike on my story. Um, yeah. I'm just kidding. But oh, yeah, but, but, oh ooh, sorry. Yeah. Ooh, too um, soon. The, uh, <laughs> the trombone, though, which we yeah. will, um, Probably gonna raffle off a ticket. To Probably have. should have played that for episode fifty. Huh? Yeah, I know, but we'll maybe, maybe at X-ray. You should bring an X-ray. Ugh. So, but we'll talk about that. After. Idea. We'll talk about that after this uh, yeah. podcast. So we have majorette practice going on on the field, and Harry watches. Harry's watching with and, binoculars. Yeah. He's looking in the I'm stands. Just, he talks like this. So yes. I just don't think I'm making, I'm not making fun of Harry, but he talks like this. He talks I, like, like Adam Sandler in The Water Boy. Or, or or Hubie or Halloween. Hubie Halloween, Nick's favorite movie. Fucking Adam Sandler. Hey, you love that movie. You're always telling me. He had one good. Mike, you're always saying how great it is. Hubie Halloween yeah. was the worst. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I think this is a bit you do. I think you know students. Nick loves the movie. He tells me when the recording. I have masturbated on. to it only twice. Loves the movie. <laughs> uh, but this Harry's watching through binoculars. But he's yeah. approached by Mace, the dr- the town, the school drug dealer, and the gang, and the gang, the gang of hoodlums, the gang of no good nicks. So we're like 20, 30 minutes in, and we're meeting. We're finally meeting like all the rest of the characters. So Mace and his gang harass Harry. Apparently, he owes Mace some money for drugs. Uh, is it cocaine? Harry and likes the cocaine. Harry likes low cocaine. Yeah, I can't tell but <laughs> the brain damage he's got. Do you have any more booger sugar? Yeah. I want to have more booger sugar. Mommy says I can. <laughs> you're spot on. That's kind of how he sounds. Thank you. He owes uh, Mace some money. Mace is pissed. Uh, he takes the money that Harry has right now, and Harry promises I'll pay him Thursday because that's when I get paid. That's when I get paid. Just give me a second yeah. over here. Yeah, and Mace is like, you should, you're should. you watching these uh Watching the majorettes up here, and he he says he helps out the coach mm-hmm. because he can see you know bird's eye view of their formation, and he can see how they look from from up at this level. And one of the gang members I noticed uh, made a comment like, "You know, all these young girls really turn me on." Yeah, they always do. And any, yeah. I know this is the kind of movies we watch, but it's always like, they, "Oh, that that 
you know, six-year-old girls got sweet meat. The I'm like, bad guy's always a pedophile. <laughs> and he's always got a Confederate flag. He's, yeah, they're always got Confederate right. flags. That guy's name was Bart in Bart. this movie. And he, I just wrote down, he, I called him Confederate boy. I called him Confederate fuck. Yeah, because he had a Confederate flag on his shirt. And a hat and with a, a, hat, a Civil War hat. With the Civil War looking hat. A Civil hat. War hat that you would wear yeah. like in a goddamn... And then, question for you, Mace looks to be Hispanic in, in ethnicity. And the Confederate Bart... It has no problem with him. I don't know. Confederate is equal to KKK. I'm not sure. But it's filmed in PA. PA was a Pennsylvania fucking, was a northern state. Yeah, I know. I, so I, I can't. That's what I wrote here. It was like, dude, <laughs> is that what, what it was in the 80s? Like, we want to make these fuckers look mean. I mean, fuck. You, yeah. you remember back in the 80s, the the the, the Dukes of Hazard? Yeah. Was they had a Confederate flag? On they their, were the heroes. They were the heroes. Right. And so that rolled. I mean, yeah. I, I rolled. So I, I wrote some notes on that, but this I gang, I, I just thought it was interesting because, you know, this they had Confederate flags, they mm. wore tight fucking jeans, beards, like, is this a tough looking gang for blind people? I mean, like, I, I don't feel like they look tough. Like, maybe if you were like six years old and you saw these guys, you'd be like, they're tough, daddy. Most, like, one like, guy was dressed like a, like a biker. But they don't ride motorcycles. Yeah, know? one guy seriously looked um, like he stalked, <clears throat> like you know that he might go to the local alternative club. Oh, uh, I, I get it. Yeah, the I, like I the just Rainbow I didn't. Yeah, they, they didn't. Club. They didn't get. They didn't. It was just interesting to be to see how <laughs> you know no good Nick hoodlum yes. gangs were yes were identified or yes. stereotyped this or is somebody costume design or a creative choice by the director said. We want these guys to look like they're menacing gang members, so let's throw one of them in like a Confederate soldier outfit with a Confederate flag. Let's make one guy look like he's a biker, even though he never touches a Harley. And you know, yeah, you think- Mace has got the leather jacket of uh, of uh, like uh, fucking what's his name in Greece? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, yeah, uh- <laughs> or or the Fonz. Yeah, yeah, he's got his hair hey. is perfectly parted, yeah. and yeah, he's he's the gang member who like looks good it's dressed up in slicked hair and and a leather jacket so they're kind of all over the place but i guess for the purposes of is this a gang i get it yeah like, it if, like, if, like again like if, yeah. if, if, if your five-year-old if you have a five-year-old niece or nephew <laughs> they would be scared of them yeah i don't no want to get else. too in the weeds on the gang but yeah. but uh anyway they're a gang anyway uh yeah. They, you know, they, the, the gang and, and, and Harry, they settle their dispute. And back yeah. on the field, everyone is dismissed except the majorettes. And yeah. the majorettes aren't dismissed because uh, their coach. Coach Marie. Coach Marie wants to talk to them and say, hey, I'm sorry about Nicole and Tommy, but get over it. We got a big show coming up. Pep or, talk. Yeah, yeah we, we, got, we got to get over it because the majorettes, you know what? They're still bummed. They are bummed. Uh, we talk here at the end to um, uh, Judy. And her boyfriend is Jeff. Jeff. Jeff's the football star again, remember? Star, he, he's the yep. quarterback. Judy is a character, one of the majorettes that we're meeting here for the first time, as well as Vicky. The three of them are kind of a trio of friends. And uh, Judy. Jeff and Judy are dating, and they are talking about college a little bit here, and they got to pick up and keep going, you know, despite the terrible loss of our friends. But you also notice this is a scene where Jody, <coughs> Jeff's Judy. girlfriend. Yeah. Judy is Jeff's girlfriend again. Yeah. She, we find out she is broke and she is dumb. Because oh. she, he's like, you know, they're like, well, this is, you're going into your senior year. Yeah. You guys maybe can go to the same college because I know you guys how much love each other. And Judy's like, well, I don't have any money and I won't have the grades. And Jeff's like, well, I'm going to get a scholarship over here and I'm going to go play some QB at like at a Big Ten school. Yeah. We're kind of starting to see that, like, <clears throat> that kind of maybe demise between them. Yeah. That, you know, but uh, Judy is probably my favorite 
uh, character in this whole movie. You just like your boobs. No, don't say that. It makes me. <laughs> I'm woke. I Hashtag woke. No, I just think like that she is, you know, misunderstood. All right. But Vicky is our all American girl sweetheart. So they take off to the uh, local soda shop to talk about the murders. It's just a diner, like a little montage of the kids sitting in a diner eating food and visiting. And yeah, Jeff, Judy, Vicky all are talking about life. What they're gonna do after high school, the murders of their friends, and Vicky, you know, how we gonna get over it? And yeah. this is when we learn that Vicky, uh, who's about to turn eighteen in about a week, uh, yep. she lost her parents in a car crash. Yep, and that's why she is being raised by well, not grandma. necessarily raised, but grandma. She lives with grandma, and then grandma had a stroke, and now we have. Yeah, um, <laughs> so that means grandma had. So living with grandma means you're also Vicky's also living with Helga, Helga and the her nurse. son Helga the nurse and her son Harry, creepy Harry. Yeah. I like to do cocaine, and I like taking <laughs> pictures of girls' boobies. That's Harry. All right. Harry, can we continue? All right. Yes. <laughs> um, at this point to- as well, when they're sitting there, Jeff reveals something about Nicole. He knew, uh, and he's wondering, he's asking Vicky and Judy if he should go to the cops. He knew that Nicole, a couple of weeks back, was hanging out with uh, Mace Jackson. Because he saw them at the at drive-in, the, the drive-in movies, and Mace was not being very nice to her. Mace is not cool. Mace women, apparently uh, smacked her a little bit, and um, uh, uh, Nicole was crying. Yeah, he's a um, dick. And Jeff saw all this, and he's asking his girlfriend Judy and and her friend Vicky, you know, do you think I should go to the cops about that? Because obviously now Nicole's dead. A couple weeks later, should I tell the cops? And they're like, yeah, you should definitely. Tell me what you know, but Jeff's hesitant to do so. Yeah, he's kind of like, well, I'm the star quarterback over here. Yeah. So, you know, he's so, you know. That's so- also what had him off his game today. Oh. He talked about that. He's, this is why I couldn't concentrate on oh, the field today. Oh, shit. I, I watched it twice. I said yeah. I get that. Thank he you, said, Andy. Like, I that was, was one- Yeah, that was why I was. Because he knew that fucking Spice Girl was dead with Tommy and was like, <clears throat> and he kind of thinks that he knows, that he thinks shit. that Mace did it. Yeah, if I should have. Is Mace the killer? Yeah. Ugh. No. Uh, uh, but so while they're at the soda shop, we cut over to a small uh, neighborhood yeah. on a street where Barbara and Shirley are walking home together. I'm glad you caught their names. So did I. I tried really hard. I was like, Nick's never going to catch their names. I better do it for him. But you got it. Nice yep. job, bro. Well, I mean, <clears throat> the, well, the, the mom leaves a note. Barbara, where me and your dad are going to go out and do some cocaine and go discotheque. <laughs> Barbara and Shirley are talking and walking home, concerned about the murders as well. Um, is this guy coming after Majorette's? Or are we going to have to live our lives looking over our shoulders? Maybe we should just stay together. They live close by, so yeah, yeah. let's walk together. Let's, let's hang just out walk together. together. And then they immediately split up. Well, because, I mean, I Barbara feel like... Barbara goes home and Shirley I think, like, Shirley, they literally live, like, across yeah. the street from each other. Yeah, because Barbara so, says you want to come over later for a swim. For a swim. Let's yeah. go hang out. Like, my yeah. parents are going to be gone. Yeah, uh, keep the company. Gonna, yeah, they're going to yeah. go out and do uh, discotheque go listen to some uh, Bananarama and blow lines. <laughs> So, so uh, Barbara's home alone now. Yeah, so Barbara uh, is home alone. So Barbara walks through her house, bumps into her mom. Mom's like, yeah, I had to grab the eight ball. Uh, your dad's outside waiting. <laughs> Have a good night, sweetheart. Later. So mom takes off. Barbara yes. goes back to her room, starts changing, getting into that swimsuit. Yep. You get to see a little booby. Yep. But guess who else is looking at booby? Uh, the killer. Yep. Our, our, our camouflaged killer is outside. <sighs> Killers must growl, yeah. yeah. And he's twirling a little, a big Bowie knife in his yeah. hand, and he's watching uh, her change, change from her. You know, gets to see her little bubies and her little butts get right. into a swimsuit. So he's outside the house looking in. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. <clears throat> then uh, she hears a little thump or something. And is like, "Mom, is that you?" No, it wasn't mom. Nobody. 
But he's watching her from, he's, he's inside the house. Now he's now inside, he's inside yeah. the house. The phone rings. Shirley's calling her saying, right. hey, do you want me to pick up some weed and a six-pack of tab? <laughs> yeah. I can come over. Barbara's like, totes. Yeah, totes, man. <laughs> so um, It was cool because the killer was, when she went outside to the pool, the killer was in the house. Yeah, looking, looking that was out. a cool shot. I thought that was a cool shot. Then the phone rang and he went and hid and she went back in the house to yep. answer the phone. Then the killer was suddenly outside yep. the, the fence to the swimming pool. Because we have a close-up of his hand unlatching the gate to yep. get in. Uh, it must be real dark. She doesn't see him walking around. Yeah, it really got from pool. daylight to dark real quick. Yeah, and but... while she's swimming around. And he's hiding on the... Um, diving board. Diving board as she swims backwards. And he grabs her by the hair, right? Yep. It pulls her up out of the water. and guts cuts her, her throat. Guts her throat. And... It's going to be my dick shot kill of the week. Oh, shit! <laughs> we didn't tell each other. Yeah. I didn't. Well, I mean, I think I might have told you. Oh, that's yes. your dick shot I kill. I like that one because it was... Uh, uh, it takes a certain amount of talent to hide like he did, commando style, sprawled out on the diving board. Yeah, no, I dig that. I, I really like that shot, too, going back to before yeah. the dick shot kill, like where she's outside about to get in the water. Yeah. He's inside looking through the screen window. This guy's or the creepy screen door in his full, full the camo. patio, yeah. yeah. And then the phone rings, so he he dips out. She goes to answer the phone, yep. talks to Shirley and says, what up, girl? Comes back outside to get in the water. He comes out. So, yeah, he is hiding on the diving board. Guts yeah. her throat. Pulls her up. And, and you know, then just, purifies her. Yeah, and then, you know, baptizes her. Purifies her. Kill. I didn't know yours. You asked mine, yeah. but I didn't ask yours. Well, I'm going to be honest. I kind of just pulled this one. That's a good kill. I was like, I like this one. Because I do like how yeah. they, they bring her up <laughs> after. They, they bring her up. The, right away, we kind of get back to it that. Yeah. Um, while, well, he's, while he's, uh, uh, when he pulls her up to cut her throat, there's some. There's some real hazy uh, voiceover about cleanse their souls. <laughs> you can hear it, you know, cleanse their souls in the in the. And in so the, she is. I mean, they definitely show yeah. that uh, that uh, dead Barbara is purified yeah. in the pool by yeah. the killer. And we, so we smash cut. Now it's a crime scene. Now it's a crime scene. Gather round, neighbors. Uh, there's a yeah, dead there's teenager from the pool. People, people out front on the lawn. Just seriously, like camping out, having yeah. a picnic, uh, throwing yeah, frisbee. Yeah. I mean, I was like, even Jody and I were like, this is fucking weird because it's not like, you know, like there's yellow tape. I mean, it's just like, nope. hey, everyone come over. Yep. You guys want to see dead Barbara? I think that maybe the cops rolled up and, and hey, people I, in the neighborhood well, were this like, is, what's this, going on? This Let's is, go stand there. A lot of the movie does kind of come together right here as the neighbors are gathering around for the pool. Martell and Braden are there and they're talking to the doc. Doc is kind of saying like, hey, this could be similar. She was dead. He had a pool. Yeah. But Hard to tell time of death. She yeah. was in the water. It was a heated pool. Is it a, hey, could this be the same knife? Yeah, it probably is. But yeah. the most important thing here is this is when the doc tells Braden and Martell, our police ch- sheriff and our detective, hey, also, I did that autopsy on Nicole. Pregnant. She was pregnant. Yeah. Um, what do you say? Seven weeks? Seven weeks. Um, so he updates them on the previous murder. Of Nicole at the same time where he's, you know, I'm going to do a, I'll do, I'll get back to you with more details after the exam on Barbara here. This is when also Detective Martell, I think, gets it. He's kind of like, this is kind of like a purification. Both bodies thing. were found in the water. Yes. Is Could the killer have some sort of religious motive? Because a kind of pure, pure, purification, purification fetish. Purification fetish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, kind of like. What's like a, like a baptism? What's going on here? So the, the detective is putting things together a little bit about the motives of our killer. And at the, uh, <clears throat> you know, the fucking concert outside in front of judy's house judy and jeff are in the crowd and that's when jeff says i you know i should have said something to the cops about nicole and mace that i saw them at the movies i I should have done it sooner maybe i could have saved barbara's life so him and judy are let's do it now and they walk into the 
they try to walk into the crime scene. We think we have some information and the deputy is just like Deputy Dickbag. Right, His name in. is actually Deputy Sanders, but he's like, My name's Deputy Dickbag. <laughs> Fine, come on in. Yeah, and so, so he because he wants to tell him about the mace right. theory. So Jeff is now essentially they, we don't this happens off camera jeff tells the cops about his tells jeff tells what we was, jeff he, is going to tell Braden and detective martell that yeah hey listen this is what i saw at the theater or the drive-in a couple weeks ago nicole yep. getting beat around by mace yep so then that same night i guess we're going to go to a um a meth like strip a club bar strip club the the stage hideout. is the stage is just pretty much some like christmas yeah, lights this is a wooden, some christmas a lights on the floor. floor and they put some christmas lights in a square that's the stage where girls dance and so our first dancer has, has a snake a snake around her neck snake and titties and she's dancing i got a boa constrictor here my breasts even, they couldn't even shoot this at a real strip club with an elevated stage <laughs> she is and sit- poles well it's i mean just I'm a bar sh- this is probably I'm sure there's tons of them still around today. <laughs> Girls dancing with their boobs out, holding snakes. So it's uh, a thing. There's some stripping going on. The gang is hanging out. Um, and they, this is where they we kick hear... out a guy who gets too rowdy. They kind of beat him up. And yeah, I mean, out. it's it's a tough it's a tough strip club. Yeah. I mean, you got to think. Uh, you know, it is. I mean, hell, the stage is made of Christmas lights, <laughs> a floor with Christmas lights on them. But anyway, Mace comes in. Mace comes in, and uh, he is. Uh, I just got back from the cops, the sheriffs. Uh, I found out Jeff, the quarterback, the quarterback superstar, tried to narc me out and say that I killed Nicole. Yep. And I didn't get her. You know, yeah, I made it with her. But that baby could be anybody's. She could have made it with the whole football team. Right. So uh, the and cops this had is a, to let him go because he he had an alibi. Mace does not look like he's in high school. Like again, I know what you're saying like, like <laughs> he Mace looks could, like you, he's 38 years you, old. Th- you were bringing that up. I think Mace looks like like earlier <laughs> in the podcast. You were like Mace to me looks like a 90s. Like picture a drug dealer in the 1990s. Yeah. You know the goatee. Yeah. The puffy jacket. And the uh, Sugar Ray T-shirt that he's wearing. I mean, it's like that's he's, '90s drug dealer. Like a super Americanized Pablo Escobar. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, <laughs> hey, I mean that he, he is not to me would be the late '80s drug dealer. Like yeah. I would be long hair, like Nick from Family Ties, or yeah. like or some long haired grease ball. I would have put in there. Like, I, I really need to start bringing more notes on our movies that we watched in the past because mm-hmm. I know I could, you know, elevate. Oh, My, you know, the podcast more if I could go back to instead of going, uh, remember episode 12? I know. I'll get a list of all. Of yeah, we should definitely episodes, do that. But... Anyway, but he doesn't look like the typical 80s drug dealer. No. Like Andy said, but he's not too polite to women. He's a no. dick to women because I guess uh, the girl that he's dating now. Margaret? Uh, Margaret. Yeah, that's right. Margaret. He, and Margaret's matter, like, but, yeah. you were with me. I had your alibi, Mace. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and I think he just supplies her with uh, heroin because at one point oh, yeah. she says like, "Unless I change my story," and he's like, "Don't even think about it, or the next time you put a needle in you, it'll be filled with rat poison." There yeah. you go. But this is this whole scene at the um, meth strip bar, yeah. the strip bar that sells meth, <laughs> and uh, features a uh, boob boa girl. Um, uh, this is just kind of what we're getting the idea that Mace is going to want to have some payback towards Jeff, this, the quarterback. Not himself. happy with Jeff for, Not happy for with knocking Jeff. him out. Uh, it's amazing to me he was able to find out that it was Jeff who said anything. The cops probably should have kept that anonymous. I'm not sure how he learned that it was Jeff who told him. Small town. I suppose the cops probably said, like, someone told us you were at the drive-in with Some Nicole, quarterback at the punched. high school told yeah. us. <laughs> <laughs> also in this scene, uh, Confederate boy, Bart. Yeah. Shows off his gun. 
Yep. Uh, talks about how it's uh, the bullets are untraceable because there's no rifling in the in the uh, barrel. It's, yeah, it's just like a can, it's, it's just like a BB a ball. Yeah. yeah, it's a ball. You could shoot you could shoot Jeff in the shoulder and it would destroy his throwing arm for the rest of his life. You know, uh, Mace is kind of like, huh? I like the idea the, of that. The story hmm. is setting up more Interesting. and more. And, yeah. So uh, we leave the. Uh, Meth bar. Meth bar. The meth strip bar. (laughs) Featuring boob girl with a boa constrictor. Uh, Back at Vicky's mansion. Yes. uh, Harry pretends to be working, but he's really looking at that Vicky ass. He's ogling Vicky while she bathes in the sun. On her stomach. Yeah, getting a tan. Um, But they're all hanging by the pool because that's when Helga comes out with grandma and some beverages lemonades or whatever. And Vicky is so sweet. I mean, yep. she is... Oh my a, God, Helga, thank you. Yeah, this is great. Oh, Grandma, so good to see you. I yep. love you. Vicky, Harry, Helga, and Grandma, yeah. Grandma Elvira, all hanging by the pool. And this is when I think Vicky has like kind of some ESPN or something because <laughs> she realizes that her grandmother, uh, Elvira, she's like, it looks like Grandma's on the verge of wanting to scream. It's she seems like stressed. She, yeah. yeah, she seems stressed and it's like... Probably because your caretaker is killing sweet your sweet grandmother. Oh yeah, she's slowly killing Helga's her. talking shit like killing gonna, her slowly. I'm gonna kill you and I'm gonna kill your grandmother. Killing yourself right? with my finger. Okay, <laughs> so uh, you're right. Vicky uh, senses her grandma seems stressed. And this uh, is when I know Helga. Helga just says like shrugs it off. Yeah, this is when I know Helga and Harry are or something. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, even the first time I was like something's not. Right. I mean. Even though, of course, Helga's already said, like, I'm going to fucking kill you, Vivara, yeah, yeah. as my son, Harry, come here. Yeah, what is it, Mommy? <laughs> I should do a little one-man show. Yeah, you're really good. Helga and Harry. Have you seen Frank Caliendo, the comedian? Yeah, oh, with yeah. his impressions? Oh, God. He, like, talks to himself in his different voices. It's very entertaining. Uh, and that's what you should do as Harry, or as Harry and uh, Helga. Yeah. Yeah. I started, I stopped <laughs> liking Frank Caliendo when he was arrested at that Klan rally. Oh, I didn't realize he was arrested in a Klan rally. I didn't know well, that. Well, a Proud Boys rally. Oh, I didn't know that. Fake Fact News, Ooh, number two. Why would let's you stop, let's... disgrace poor Frank Caliendo with <laughs> oh, these yeah. rumors? All of a sudden, with, with our uh, six, well, probably our 30, 10 listeners. We got like 30 No, we don't have 30 listeners. Yeah, I think we do. Uh, I, I disagree. Every week. Well, you guys are playing the podcast two or three times then. Thank let's, you. Let's start a rumor. <clears throat> Did you hear on Slash U? Frank Caliendo's a proud boy. Oh, my God. We'd have a thousand <laughs> listeners in a week. That'd be great. Anyway. Uh, no, yeah. I, I know. Frank, yeah. His John Madden's hilarious. Anyway. Oh, he's very good. Um, you know, but this is cool after they, uh, <clears throat> you know, me. after we realize that, you know, again, Vicky, all-American sweet girl. Yeah. Helga and Harry, dickbags, killing Elvira, um, the grandmother. Preacher... Uh, that was baptized as a young girl at the beginning of the movie, and our detective, Roland Martel, have a talk about evil. I thought this was actually a pretty cool This thing. is where the detective's exploring his theory of the uh, cleansing ritual of these dead girls. And that's yeah. when, again, we know kind of already Martel's kind of an agnostic. He doesn't really kind of, you know, he's like, I just right. don't. Talking so, to the priest about evil. And he's like, are you a God-fearing boy? Are you a God-fearing man, detective? And he's like, yeah. no. He's like, but we both fight evil. You yeah. fight evil physically in the world. I fight evil in the spiritual, spiritual world. sense. Yeah, I, I thought that Satan. was just. I thought it was. That's, that's like cool. cinephile shit. It is it's like cinephile shit. Yeah, so we should move on, and not dwell on it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Fuck cinephiles. Well, it's just Detective Roland exploring his theory mm-hmm. by talking to the priest. The priest is not a suspect, obviously, but um, I thought it was a really. Good, I thought it was a good scene. Yeah. It just, and I think, in my opinion, Detective Martell should have been more explored in this movie. Yeah, he, he he's a he, good character. Yeah, he was a good character, but he falls off quickly. They um, don't 
you're right. They don't really explore him mm-hmm. very much at all. This is kind Even of though like he's supposed to be the hero. Yeah, they, they, this movie does get a little uh, discombobulated. In, in Nick's opinion, we and Nick's have, yeah. and Nick's cinephilish. Yeah, you're right. I still opinion. liked it, but uh, um, but Jeff and so we're we're back at the high school now yeah. after. Um, our detective Martell and the preacher have their religious talk back at the high school. Jeff and Judy are arguing in the hallway of the high school, right in front of the girls locker room. He really wants to go to a big 10 school. He really wants to explore his future career in football, Yep. but Judy's not having it. She's a dream crusher. Yeah. She she's does, like, she Jeff, does, she doesn't want to lose them. Well, they're juniors in like, high school. They're juniors. They're about to be yeah. seniors in high school. And she's like, you have a one in a million chance to make it. Yeah. Pro. She's a, like what are you doing? I've got boobs here. Yeah, and oh, and she's it, just like, like uh, she's like you're not gonna you're not she's, gonna go pro. She's Come got on. she's. <laughs> I would feel like if I was in high school and I was Judy's attract. Granted, she's probably really like you know thirty eight, but she already the, said she doesn't have enough money to go to college, and, and she, she doesn't did, have the grades. The grades, yeah. Jeff, meanwhile, actually has some football talent and is trying to get a scholarship for football, hopefully to go pro. And she's just like, no. You'll never do that. You're not good enough. I mean, that's why I called her a dream crusher. She doesn't even support Jeff in his in his uh, dreams. Well, Jeff's kind of being a jerk, too. I understand it is a one in a million chance for him to go to the NFL. But if he doesn't want to be with her, but he, you're if he right. doesn't want to be he with her, he can just say, oh, yeah, yeah, let's just take yeah. off. But, but this is like, I guess they're both getting frustrated. Yeah. So uh, um, as they're kind of arguing, Vicky, uh, Shirley, and nobody Susan... So let's get back. There's so many names in this movie. It's okay. Vicky and her majorette buddies yeah. are uh, leaving the locker room. And they're like, hey, Judy, you want a fucking ride? And she's like, no, I got to still fucking take a shower. And I'm talking to my uh, Aaron Rodgers wannabe boyfriend over here. <laughs> and so you, you you chicks go ahead. I'm going to finish talking to Jeff. Yeah. And I still got to wash my boobies. Yeah. So you guys go ahead. And so they take off. But Jeff's still kind of pissed. So he takes off, too. He takes off, too. Uh, it's I guess he's not going to give her a ride home. And he just nope. leaves. And Judy goes to take a shower. Well, you know, she's the only one there in the locker room, Nick. And you know what that means? No. what? She going to die. Oh, she that's right. Yeah. Because she's in a locker room, a girl's locker room by herself in the 80s. With no one else there. No yeah. one else yeah. there. But before, I guess by herself. I'm being redundant. But yeah. But Harry is like, oh, my God, big booby Judy's about to take a shower Harry over here. Schuller, the perverted janitor, is still in the building. Yeah. And so he, he runs to his scrambled little... into his little hidey hole. I guess yeah, to to take pictures. Yeah, to to d- grab some pictures of Judy's uh, boobies, and uh, this is I thought was kind of fun. She steps in the shower, and uh, you know after she undresses, and of course she's showering nude, with her boobies and her butts um, that's, showing. That's what nude means. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Uh, and she thinks she hears Jeff, obviously the killer, but she's like Jeff, Jeff. And why would Jeff walk into a girl's locker room? Who knows? I mean, yeah. But anyway, she as she she really thinks she hears him, so she. She is uh, done with her shower. She steps out right in the next shower. There's the killer. She doesn't see it, but she's still. Yeah, he's, yeah. In, the, he's in the shower stall. Hunched. With his camo. So yeah. he's like, I got camo on. She yeah. can't see me. <laughs> and she's Jeff. Yeah. So uh, he's in the adjacent shower stall next. Unbeknownst to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so eventually he opens up the shower door, the clear shower door, and uh, he guts her in the throat as well. Yeah. But. Uh, in in the struggle, Judy manages to pull off his mask, and we don't see who he is. But our boy Harry is taking photos. Click click click. Yeah, I got that through the vent. But then, uh, very important. Yeah, 
He she purifies her. Puts her in the shower stall Pur- and pur- washes Purifies her in the shower. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, that's what I wrote. Meanwhile, Harry taking them photos. Yeah. This is going to get me under cover of TMZ over here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, this was weird because before all that happened, when, when Vicky and the other girls left the school and Jeff got angry with Judy and he left after that, now we cut to outside. Jeff's leaning against his, his car. car yeah. And Vicky and the girls are just coming out. So, like, how did he get ahead of them? Maybe they wanted to go by and do, like, smoke a joint behind, oh, like, the gym. Maybe. You so know? now Jeff's leaning against his car. Vicky and the other girls come out, and they all, uh, you know, we're scared of the killer, blah, blah, blah. And they go their separate ways. But, but Vicky walks up to Jeff, and it was like, hey, what are you still doing here? And, and Jeff's like, well, I did, I was going to, I was mad at Judy. I was going to leave her here, but I decided I'll wait for her to come out. But She waits for her to come out. But she's before, been in there a while. She's been in there a while. So this is like when Vicky uh, grabbed Jeff's crotch and no. says, look. Sometimes I just wonder if our listeners would follow me. But so Vicky's like, oh, that's sweet. You're concerned about Judy. He's like, yeah, yeah she's been in there a while. Will you go in with me? Because she's in the girls' locker room and I need you to go in there Let's because I can't go in there. Yeah. And there's no one left in the school. I'm not going to, I'm still going to honor the locker room oath and not go in, <laughs> even though no one else is around. Because when they go in, there's a power outage from what they think. Why are the lights out? The I don't understand that. Yeah, the emergency lights are on. That's weird. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> and they. Judy. They have to pull. They have to point here? that out. We thought yeah. that was funny. But, uh, and they but Judy's f- dead. Look around the locker room. They find some blood, and they open a locker. Judy's body falls out. Judy is dead, and uh, this is a sad point because again, Judy yeah. was my favorite. Yeah. Um, and I guess as they're discovering this body, Sheriff Braden is pulling up in front of Vicky's mansion. We cut to Sheriff driving up to Vicky's house. He lets himself inside. Helga. Yeah, it was. He knocked on the Helga door. Helga calls him. Yeah. Helga apparently called him there because the sheriff says. You said you called me and you said you have some evidence about the killings. And Helga's like, yes, I do. Yes, I got some very, information about Very some... important evidence. That's good. Yes, come with me, yes. Sheriff Braden. Dude, that's good. You go downstairs now. Yeah. That's, oh, yay. <laughs> I got it. I'm yeah, you got in. it. Good. So she <laughs> takes him down the stairs to her son Harry's dark room. room. Yep. The, the dark room. You are going to want to see these photos, Mr. Sheriff Braden. Um, I knew I could get it back. That's I good. just lost it for a while. That's there. good, dude. So I, I like it a lot. And I'm so sorry to our German listeners. No, uh, <laughs> oh, fuck our German listeners. All of our listeners. Right. Thank you. But the uh, <clears throat> but Helga takes the sheriff into the dark room, and there's all these pictures of the naked uh, majorettes oh, yep. hanging around, and the the sheriff's just like, so your son, yeah, your son's a pervert. A, a pervert. I get it for a peeping tom. Yeah. But what about this picture? What about this picture? Yes, and it's a picture of. The sheriff killing, killing Judy. Judy. Yep. And the sheriff immediately attacks <clears throat> uh, attacks Helga, but Harry comes in and knocks him out. Knocks him. So the that fuck was their out. plan. Yeah, right? that was yeah. rad. So they knock him the fuck out. He comes to. He's chained to a pipe, handcuffed to a pipe, with and a gun like, in his face. Huh? Did with a gun. gun yeah. In his they, face? And he's like, "Listen, we don't want to kill you. Yeah. We want to <laughs> entice you to uh, kill one more, but you have to wait a week." Yeah, you have to wait a week. They want them to kill Vicky because Vicky, on her 18th birthday, is supposed to and is going to inherit a half a million dollars from her parents' trust because her parents yeah. are no longer with us. Right. But if Vicky dies over the age of 18, it is left before to the, the age of 18. It no. goes to the state. Yeah, over the but, age yeah. Of before 18. the yeah, that's why. Yeah. yeah. So the, it goes to the state. So that they want they want the sheriff to wait to kill Vicky uh, after her birthday in eight days. Yep. 
she'll be 18. If she dies, the money goes to her next kin that's living kin, which, which would be Elvira. Her grandmother. Her grandmother. Her deaf mute grandmother. And then and if she dies. The money goes to Helga. The money goes to Helga. Because Helga is in Elvira's will yep. already. So this so is like. Uh, actually, this was Helga and Harry's plan all along. They just didn't know how they could go about killing Vicky. But when Harry took a picture of the sheriff killing Judy, they knew they, they had to like, we got something. We, we got can some. blackmail this motherfucker and do it. And the sheriff agrees. But yeah, because they, they know <laughs> that sheriff is a killer. But we do find out why are you like, I have to kill all these girls because yeah. uh, all their skimpy clothes. Yep. Um, you know, they're 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 evil. They're they should be dressing like that. You know, da 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 da. So it's he, a religious he, thing. It's a religious thing. Yeah. So he sees them as sinful and whatever. But then we cut to Coach uh, Coach Morgan and her fuckboy uh, Detective Martell. <laughs> Martell and Morgan are having a nice romantic lunch, and so yeah. he wants info. And so he this is when again what we just found out. He tells his girlfriend Marie uh, Marie. Coach. The major rats are targets because they're desirable yeah. and they're too tempting to the killer. His desires are them because he knows that he can never achieve any kind of sexual touch with them yeah. because he is not uh, attracted to them. I wrote that down. Roland, uh, Detective. Uh, He's smart. Detective Martell says the killer is insane from guilt of his own repressed sexual desires. There you go. Right? Cinephile. You know it. Uh, but that is the motivation here for the sheriff doing these killings. Yes. Um, he, and, and the uh, Detective Roland Martell on the nose. His character alone, his looks alone got me, Andy. I mean, seriously. <laughs> the you know. porn star look? Yes. But then... Uh, He's he, asking his girlfriend, Coach yeah. uh, Marie of the Majorettes, you know, for is there anything you could do to help us with who this person is this is why he's obviously targeting your majorettes because he's a he's a, a repressed he's an incel yeah involuntarily celibate he can't so with something he can't have he'll kill it he's killing him but you know again he's trying to use religion overtones mm-hmm. too which a lot of people try to use religion oh, to no, no. oh yeah to justify their stuff to justify yeah. their stuff yeah, so religion's a source of more death than anything else in the entire I, history of human civilization I couldn't agree with you more <laughs> so much yeah let's leave that up to our listeners uh he so while he's at dinner he gets a call from sheriff braden hey guess what judy is dead yep of course this long scene it takes like 10 minutes braden and uh marie Leave the restaurant, get into his car, and take off. Uh, um, oh, Roland also explains that you know the sheriff um, says Jeff and Vicky found Judy's body, and uh, I gotta go question them. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Because that's important. That's because, why he's leaving lunch now. Yeah, yeah. But, of course. Yeah, someone's dead again, so of course he wants to leave. But Braden is pissed because he finds out that or Martell's pissed because Braden sent. Let him go. Let him go. Hey, he I didn't get a here. chance to talk to them. And and Braden's like, I already questioned him. You know, you don't need to. You, you don't need to put him through that again. So I let him go. Detective Martell's like, well, they should have an escort, and the sheriff's like, they have each other, <laughs> which is very irresponsible police work. Uh, well, he's a killer. But he's the killer, so I guess he gets a pass for being a shitty cop. Uh, <laughs> he, no, yeah. He said Jeff's gonna take Vicky to her car at the school and then follow her home. But he doesn't know that 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 Jeff is being sought after by Mason as gang because as Jeff gang. is dropping off Vicky at her car the hoodlums pull up in a kind of cool rad van another sweet van another yeah it's I not as sweet as it's kind of dirty ah it's a van it's a van <laughs> it is a rad van but you know it, I would I think it's like a 76 Ford hmm 
Um, or Chevy, I'm sorry. Uh, well, the, black. Yep. Very similar to the van they use in uh, old school. But uh, Mace and his homies take uh, Vicky and Jeff. Uh, kidnap them both. Hostage. Yeah, they and kidnap them. Harry witnesses it from yep. inside the school. And he's like, whoa, wait, Mace. You don't want to do that. They don't kill her because they not me and mommy aren't going to get the money. Yep. So they let's move. Him. So they take yeah. off to an abandoned warehouse as Harry jumps in his car and yep. follows them. They pull up to an abandoned warehouse. Harry kind of steps back a little bit. He, yep. he doesn't pull up all the way. But uh, the gang, I think it's a gang of five. And, yeah. And uh, Jeff yeah. and Vicky under knife point and gunpoint enter yep. the warehouse. Yeah, and uh they're pretty much there to beat up on Jeff and they and, want to um uh, sexually assault They want to Vicky. rape Vicky yeah, right in front. We're going to get we're going to make it with your girlfriend right in front of you. Ugh. Even though Jeff and Vicky are not an item. Yep. Uh, the gang doesn't know that. They're idiots. And this is when I think Andy it might sorry to interrupt. No, you didn't interrupt. It's fine. The, the movie's taking a different turn. This yeah, this was weird. Um the one gang member all of a sudden gets a conscience. Tila, I wrote that. Is that his, his name? Tila. He has a problem. What a weird name, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he has a problem with Vicky only being 17. Because I mean, he's 55. Yeah, he's like, I'm not really okay with it. He was the same fucking guy earlier, Nick, in the bleachers, going, all these young girls turned me on. It was the same guy. And well, maybe now he's, he's got a problem but not, with but not, but, Well, he's saying that on bleachers, you know, 200 yards away from these oh, young girls. Oh, just to look cool? Yeah, just to look cool. But now yeah. he actually sees it happening. Now he's I know every time I've said, all oh, these young chicks <laughs> turned me on, I looked really cool. <laughs> it made me all my friends are like damn andy you fit in oh, with us shit. better now again you weren't in a cocaine fueled right. gang in the 80s so now this same guy tila tila has grown a conscience and is like hey you know mace, i wrote the same thing mace i uh i don't want i don't want any part of this you know uh jeff's a stool stool pigeon you, you can know, kill him beat up on him whatever but i don't think we should do anything with vicky's this all american girl so yeah uh mace doesn't like that someone's talking to him that way because mace again uh students of the u uh, Mace is the leader of this gang. As this is all happening down, you know, two of the Bart and Fat Boy are beating up on Jeff. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mace <laughs> is about to sexually assault Vicky as Tila is looking over. Here comes Harry walking in. Harry yeah. walks into the to the abandoned warehouse and goes, Hey, Mace, don't kill her. She's yeah. got to live over here because me and Mama won't get any money. Right. Vicky needs to stay alive until mm-hmm. she turns 18. Um, so that's what Harry's trying to prevent. Don't, don't kill her. And he grabs a tire iron. Of course, Mace is like, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. Um, so he tries to tell him like, listen, I'll give you money. Yeah, I'll give don't you kill money. her. Don't kill her. Cause we're going to get half but a million that is, dollars, that doesn't if she, work. If, but it doesn't work. The uh, Tila, uh, ends up pinning Mace, um, to, to fight him off. You know, don't, uh, don't rape this girl. Um, What's his name? Bart. Bart, the, the Confederate. The fuck. Confederate dude. The Confederate. There's, there's a lot of death that happens right here. A lot. Um, Bart shoots uh, Tila. Uh, Tila. He falls down dead. At the same time, then Bart shoots. Don't shoot me. Shoots Harry. Yeah, that's what he blam, says. Blam. Don't shoot me. Gets shot. Gets shot. Harry is killed. Uh, it, 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 yeah, Harry's dead. Uh, Vicky and Jeff Vicky then and Jeff try, to, try run. to run, and they get shot. Vicky gets shot in the back, and I think Jeff gets grazed. Because he goes down unconscious for a little bit. I think she falls on top she of him. She falls on top of him, but Vicky's dead. Um, and then uh, it's Bart and the fat dude, the one fat dude, and Mace, Mace. get up and escape. Let's get out of here. This is what, when it, <laughs> this is again, Andy, and, and again, uh, <laughs> listeners of our uh, 
our little fun podcast here. Yeah. yeah. I, I, the movie took a different turn. I was very surprised that Vicky died. I really me thought too. she was going to be our final girl. It was nope. tough for me in the beginning of the podcast not to say that she is because yeah. I thought she was she had final girl written all over her. Right. She dies right here, dudes. I thought yeah. maybe she comes back. She does never comes back to life. Nope. She is dead. Harry is dead. Uh, Tila, our fifty five year old gang member <laughs> with a beautiful beard, is dead. Like dead. a lot of deaths happen here. Right. I did not. Um, <clears throat> Uh, again, going back to the idea of like, you know, hey, hey, what have this is when the movie turns into fucking Rambo. It's pretty sweet. This is when it's like, let's take away the horn slasher. Let's turn yep. this into revenge. Uh, class of 1984. Let's oh, turn yeah. this into like one of those. I'm the substitute teacher and I'm going to learn you kids, you know, or like I'm going to, you know, it's a gang infested school and action yep. and. All that, you know, That's like the, the 80s. lost episode of Slash U that we'll never record. Yeah, we but will. We're definitely going to record it. Jeff, but Jeff comes to. Uh, Fat boy, he gets Jeff gets in Harry Harry's car. Harry's dead, and it's revenge time. It go yeah, it's revenge. He goes after the gang. So. He goes home and gets his gun. Badass gun. Uh, it looks like it's an assault rifle. He's the M16, music's playing probably. like that music, like dun, dun, yeah. dun, never gonna win. You gotta win. You gotta go. <laughs> you gotta don't give up. Bow, 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 bow. So he looks at a picture of him and Big Boob. Oh, sorry. His voluptuous girlfriend. His voluptuous girlfriend, Judy, Judy, that's no longer with us. And he looks at the picture, kind of cries. He's ready for fucking business now. He gets two clips and a box of bullets. He's going to go trail a gang and uh, goes to the gang's trailer. Dilapidated trailer. That's got like 666 spray painted on it and Bart. And like go home. Like who would... I don't know. I made a note here. There are eight gang members in this trailer. There's Mace and... Bart. Bart. Fat guy. uh, And then... a. a few other guys and two girls. Margaret. Margaret. And, and then uh, the girl with the... Yeah, her name Agent. was like Queenie or something. Yeah, but she, she's cooking a stew. Yeah, it'll be ready when it's ready. Yeah, so, so. The, all the gang is hanging out here, stoned <clears throat> and drunk. Again, Mace is like just a dick. Like, you know, like even Margaret gets up like, hey, you know, Mace, are you okay? Sit the fuck down and shut up. Yeah. Like, Mace is, is just a, a horrible person, Bart obviously. once again explains that nothing can be traced to them because the bullets in the gun aren't traceable. It doesn't have any rifling. It is so it shoots bullet. It shoots balls. Like, oh, good. This is, the, and, and they'll all say we will lie and say we were here at this trailer all day long. This is no longer again friends of the you. This is no longer a slasher <laughs> movie. This is an eighties action movie. You it's feel so like cool, fucking, though. You feel like fucking uh, you know Mel Gibson, like Lethal Weapons, gonna yep. come in and go like. Because Jeff is kind of stalking the trailer right now, and uh, he pulls up to that kind of rad van that. Uh, uh, Andy and I were talking about mm-hmm. takes off his shirt so now he's bloody and now he's shirtless takes his uh, shirt sticks it in the gas tank and proceeds to blow up the van he lights his shirt on fire and blows up that van which gets the gang members to come out of the trailer and Jeff just starts picking them off one by one just starts shooting them a couple of them get in a car and try to drive away and he shoots them in the head they crash. He shoots the gas tank of the car. It explodes. He's killing all of them. Like he gets he, Mace. He gets Mace in the leg, and Mace but limps he, off into the woods. He said, "Yeah." Uh, another dude gets on a motorcycle. He shoots the motorcycle, which uh, falls. The guy gets killed, and then like a, a oil drum or whatever rolls off of a rack, <laughs> falls on the motorcycle, and explodes. Which is very weird to me. It might have been meth. 
honestly, because it just fell and blew up. It was meth. Very dangerous. It was I mean, meth. I grew, it, I looked it up on IMDb. It? All, all no, it I'm take, If all it takes for it to, is to fall from like six feet in the air and it blows up, that's extremely I was hazardous. wondering why you sent me that text um, the other night where it said like, a bullet you, to a gas tank, because that's what it was. All you had to do was shoot the gas tank and the car blows up. That's And he kills so, uh, Bart, Bart and Fat Boy. Yep. So, I mean, he, he literally, I mean, we'll get your Wipes kick, them all kick out. out. Cause then he, this isn't this. It's not over. No, he fucking runs into the woods to find he Mace. Has to track down Mace because Mace is uh, limping away with an injured leg. And Mace is like, "Hey, I didn't kill them. I mean, I killed you know, like in the warehouse, but I didn't kill the majorettes." Yeah, he's like, "Well, you killed." Well, so then he shoots Mace. Mace is like, "You got me. You got me." Yeah. And Jeff says, "You're right. I got you." But Mace is dead. This blame, blame, again, blame, the blame. Rambo. You drew first blood. This is when um, also Andy that I thought that Jeff was going to because after he kills everybody, he's leaning against a tree. Yeah. I thought Jeff was going to take the gun because oh, it's close to his mouth. Take and his I thought, own life. Take his own life. But. Well, they cut really. Uh, to end the scene, they cut back to the trailer and it's engulfed in flames yeah. and burning. And I made note here, Nick, if you want to get a little cinephilish, flames can cleanse too, not just water. Boo! Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you can be cleansed in fire. But anyway, that part of the movie is over. Like, mm-hmm. So Jeff just took out all the hoodlums, that part of the movie. Yeah. So, But we have to still go back to Vicky's house, Vicky's mansion. Remember, Vicky is dead. Yeah. So is Harry. So Helga is walking around uh, this mansion sad because I guess she's heard. She's heard that her son is dead. And so, so is Vicky. Vicky. But so Vicky, she's walking around. Vicky died before her 18th birthday. Yeah. So the money has gone to, to the state. The state. And so Helga's she's not going to get the money. So Helga's walking around going, well, you know, and she's talking to kind of herself and Elvira. Yeah. Um, we you, they, they, sell all this shit. They, I, I've got. To, I know you've left me a hundred thousand, but that'll do for a while. Maybe I can sell other shit around this house. But anyway, Elvira, time for you to die. Well, of course, she does kill Elvira. She kills poor Grandma. There, she. What the hell? I was. What like, did she do? She like inject air into her veins or something? I, I, or give her too much of whatever she had in the needle? Cocaine? I, uh, I don't know. Like but they I, just. They don't show her. You they know, just injecting. Show, they just show her approaching grandma, but and they then sh- they show grandma hunched Gra- over. Dead. She had nothing in this movie. Her and life it, sucked. Oh, and and grandma's. They did a close up of grandma's face, and there was a tear. I know. God, out her cheek. what a horrible this. So, that's my dick shot. I'm just kidding. It was terrible. It was yeah. sad. Uh, <laughs> 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 Shit, that was good. <laughs> grandma's death should have been your dick shot. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so dark. That's dark. Oh, oh man, dude! Wow, God! I hope our podcast never gets popular because that would have been fucked up. Anyway, Elvira is dead. The final, yeah, kill, like not the final kill, but like her <laughs> her final death. I thought it was horrible because it was just like her whole life. She was, uh, I mean, it, it was well, just, Helga's t- talking to herself, which is really more or less a tool for her to be talking to us, the audience. Yes, uh, oh, good call. Good she's call. gonna sell everything, and then Cinephile. she's gonna uh, turn in. Turn in. Well, she's got the pictures of the sheriff, so she can always turn in the sheriff if she needs to, and goes to the dark room where she has those photos. And there's uh, Sheriff Braden hiding in the shadows to get her. So he wraps her neck around uh, a rope that he has, uh, puts it over a beam, you know, um, in the dark room, colds her, hangs her, and wraps the bottom of the rope around to make to hang yeah. Helga. Yeah. 
And he tips over a chair. And he tips over a chair, and that is my <gasps> yeah! dick kill of the week. Shot of the week. The last kill was my dick kill of the week. Dick shot kill of the because week. Because her expressions, Andy. She was going. I mean, I know I can't, uh, listeners. It's this hard. This is an audio medium. Audio. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. But it's like her face goes through like ten different yeah. expressions. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought I was laughing when I should have been more, you know, being like, mm-hmm. oh, but I was cracking up. But um, the whole idea that Sheriff Braden has behind this is to make it look like a suicide. Yeah, that's why and I tipped over the chair. Tipped over the chair. And then to put the pictures and all the murder stuff next, you know, uh, in the dark room because the dark room belongs to her son. The son took pictures of the majorettes. The majorettes are dead. And now he, like, so. It, so he's going to make Harry look like the killer. He's got the camo and the knife laying there. And he's going to make it look like Helga killed herself out of grief from Harry being the killer. Yeah. And the sheriff says, as he's killing her, I'm not going to purify you. You're going to burn in hell. Oh, did you catch that? No, I didn't. He didn't wash her body. He fucking hung her and said, you're going to fucking burn in hell, you know. And this is like, so you're thinking, wow. Yeah. Is he going to get away with it? He and, sure is. And because young majorettes <laughs> train. Well, the they cut to Jeff unconscious in the hospital. Oh, and the yeah. sheriff is there with the detective. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. And the sheriff says that he did a town a favor. Uh, you know, he, mm-hmm. he rid us of all these... Uh, 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 riffraff, you know, great, great police work, by the way. I mean, Jeff's Jeff's a fucking murderer. He just yeah. killed a whole bunch of people, and I know that they were gang members and rapists and bad people, but he still committed murder. Yeah, who killed? Uh, who killed uh, Tila? <laughs> right. I mean, what an interesting name again. Jeff, Tila. Like, I mean, Jeff Tila shot. Was, Jeff killed Tila, eight gang members. Uh, granted, Confederate fuck Bart killed Tila, but. They don't yeah. know, like, there was no investigation. No, none. And why is Harry there? I don't know. Did Harry do it? Well, I mean, there's got to be some kind of forensic team there's nothing. that could figure out, like, what but happened. The, but the sheriff says, Jeff did this town a I favor. I saw it, yeah. And at his hearing, I'm going to do everything I can to get, get him, him exonerated. exonerated. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're an amazing sheriff. Well, yeah. again, you're a fucking killer. Martel so. leaves, fucking, you know, and we think yeah. everything's fine. Then, then there's a new... A new scene where there's young majorettes. Yep, a like, bunch of little girls. I would say between the ages of eight and four. Creepy yeah. as fuck. And then there's our killer, They're our training. sheriff. Yeah. yeah, and I guess we—it's Marjorie, or I'm sorry, it's the coach. Uh, the yeah. coach training, Marie, These, or whatever her name is. Again, here. listeners, students of the U. <laughs> These girls are between the ages of eight and four. They're children, and they're girls. They're children, they, and right next to the fence, the sheriff's just looking at them. Yeah, staring at them like well, under his glasses. It's a new- it's a new crop of majorettes. They're going to grow up. They're going to be... They're going to be tempting to him? They're going to be tempting and sexy, and he's going to have to kill well, what, all What if him. I was a coach? I'd turn around and say, hey, Sheriff, is there something I can help you with? Right, I mean, right. it would be weird if he said, no, I'm just going to watch. <laughs> I'd be like, no. Hey, Sheriff, uh, did someone commit a crime? You know, why are you watching It's practice? creepy that, like, you can't have people coming over and watch, like, a group of young girls train uh, for cheerleading. Yeah. Like, if you had a daughter that was cheerleading... I wouldn't like the sheriff just... No, but you still could watch it. Like, you I could suppose. sit there and, like, watch. Oh, well, if like, I was his father? Yeah, you could say, that like, makes I'm watching sense. my daughter. my kid, yeah, yeah. But this is the sheriff watching. But, like, yeah. you can't watch... Like, I couldn't go over there and watch just for fun because none of those girls are my daughter. Right. Nick, what are you doing here? Yeah. Just it... watch it. I think it's... I'm really into young girls I cheering. love majorettes. Yeah. Like, I mean, you have to do it as a supportive father. Mm-hmm. Like, as a supportive father, you want to be supportive. But you wouldn't go watch him train. No. Anyway, the last scene of this movie mm-hmm. is the most disturbing scene of this the movie. sheriff just It's my dick staring. shot kill scene of the movie. Yeah. Well, you know, what's going through his head is yeah, all these little girls. I'm going to kill these little girls. These little girls are going to grow I'm up. I'm going to kill these little girls soon. Eventually, when they're high school age, he's probably going to have to kill them. Or he's going to be compelled to kill them. Then they roll credits. Roll credits? Yeah. <laughs> That is oh, it. Man. 
Let's... Hey, but we really don't have. I mean, we really don't have to take a break now unless you just want to hit pause and just hit record again because uh, we're not recording. <laughs> well, I want to put in the commercial. I'll put in the so commercial. Okay, it's we'll be right back after I get another beer and a bathroom break. So, Andy, um, <laughs> just as soon as I hit record, I have to cough. Well, Sorry. let me talk. Like, just uh, <laughs> let me sing you a song. Uh, a couple things we want to go over real quick here at the U slash U. Uh, no episodes coming up the next time you hear our recording. So we have to think of a lot of content to put on our one social media channel before yeah. now and then. And I'm you know, the the website. The goal is to have the website completely up to date. Well, the, the website does do. look good, Andy. By the way, but you know, I don't want to. I don't want the time we do slash U Fest. The slash U Fest will be, will be the up. next time you hear us. Yeah. Hopefully it's October 28th. Uh, we're hopefully going to publish it. Right after that. Right after that. Yeah. Very soon. Um, uh, but we if got, you can join us to to witness this magic live, we might, please we, I might, join us. I'm going to somehow figure out a way to do it on Instagram live. Oh, really? So, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll try that out too. Uh, a lot of cool things. I will keep everyone posted on slash shoot underscore podcast on Instagram. Again, on Instagram, find us at slash shoot underscore podcast. Uh, we will keep everyone up to date on our first annual slash shoot fest at the world famous X Raid Arcade. And uh com for other stuff too. Yes. For our website, again, we're we are going to be off air. For a little so bit here. Before we yeah. can prepare for that. We also got a fun camping trip coming up for my birthday. Yeah. With the lovely ladies of Slash You and your professors, Nick and Andy. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll I, do some posts from the camping trip. Yeah, Maybe yeah. We'll definitely. Yeah, yeah. Creepy horror story we'll, we'll, or something we'll, we'll, around the we'll fire. We'll definitely, definitely not lose touch with you all. No. We do not use Facebook or Twitter or not TikTok. We only, no. I, I just, I can't get into Everything it. we post on Insta goes to Facebook. So you can uh, find us there, Facebook as well. I just, but it's all coming from Instagram. I, yeah. I do also want to uh, pitch uh, macabredaily.com. M-A-C-A-B-R-E. Macabre. Mm-hmm. I still think it's a fun word. Macabre. Macabre. Macabredaily.com. You can find them on Instagram at macabredaily. M A. C A B R E D A Y L Y D A I Yeah, we'll just fucking find it. Um, I'm I'm co-host you're a writer, Nick. right? Yeah. All right, just making <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> co-host Nick here uh, <laughs> starting to fill in for some uh, writing because that is what I do for a Nick's living. Nick's had a couple posts on Macabre Daily about Killer Workout and Final Exam. Final Exam. Uh, two of the movies we've watched in the past. Uh, he's shared his thoughts. And, uh, I think they're kind of using me just to kind of rant on very 80s. entertaining. 80s. Thank you. Yeah, I enjoy it. I'm not it. a it's cinephile. It's a quick read. It's a good read. Yeah, just I um, want to make you laugh real quick. And What just... I tell you today, I could hear you saying it in my own head right as I read it. So Those uh, ho- those homies behind uh, Macabre Daily are very up-to-date, very smart, um, a lot going on. Yeah. So please check out MacabreDaily.com. Am I forgetting something? The kill count? Oh yeah, shit! Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 God, we we, we had getting... a good kill count. Yeah, this let's week, get so into. I really want to uh, hit through this. Andy's kill count. This will um, be rad. Just to recap all the death in in the majorettes, we have Tommy, the photographer, uh, Nicole. The do we count her unborn child? No. I'm not going to. You didn't no. see it. So. <laughs> no, I said no. It gets I mean, into a whole political issue about abortion. Yeah, I know I it does. To. And then I don't want Tommy, gonna... Nicole, uh, Barbara in the swimming pool. That's my dick shot kill of the week. Yes. Judy, Harry, Vicky, uh, Tila. Yeah. Who is his name? Then there were Here we go. seven gang members in the trailer. Did you really count that? I counted each of them. Uh, then Mace, Jackson, <laughs> then Grandma, Yep. Grandma Elvira, and then Helga. A 17. 17! It was a decent kill count this week. We haven't had a movie with a lot of death. Now, the slasher 
was the Sheriff Braden. He didn't kill everybody, but uh, thanks to um, a little, uh, uh, what do you want to call it, vigilante justice on the part of Jeff the quarterback, we had a bunch of kills. Wait, who killed more? I think Jeff killed more. He killed like fucking seven gang members and Mace. You know, at the end there's there. seventeen. Ki- yes, yeah, so that so, would be so uh, the other and then, and then Helga killed Grandma and uh, yeah. and then the sheriff killed Helga, Judy, Barbara, Nicole, and Tommy. Yeah, I think um, Jeff. I think Jeff was a bit. <laughs> That's Jeff- a first for Slash here. Aaron Rodgers wannabe was. Uh, <laughs> Was more of a killer than the killer. Wait, that's a that's an interesting. That's a first. Yeah, which is why I like this movie, man. Yeah, okay. That's one reason I really dug. But this seriously, movie. I seriously thought the guy was gonna put on a bandana yeah. and be like, you know, like I was just trying to hitchhike out of town. Leave me alone. Wait, is that Arnold Schwarzenegger or a fucking Sylvester Stallone? Anyway, we're we're, so we're that was the majorettes, episode fifty. Thank you for being with us this week. Uh, we appreciate your patience while we were gone. Uh, like Nick already said, follow us slash you underscore podcast on Instagram, www.slashupodcast.com. Rate, review, tell your friends about the podcast. It's how uh, we get better and we get more listeners and we get different No one's left a review like in almost a year. Have you checked? Yeah. We've, we have a few reviews. Are you? Yeah, we do. And thank oh. you for those of us who've left five-star reviews. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. Um, really? It, it does help out the show. And uh and uh, uh, I wish there was more to say, but that's it. So yeah, that's it. The hey. next movie will be the Slash U Fest live podcast at X Ray Arcade, and we will figure out a way to do some live. Shit. Yeah, I we're not announcing what movie that is uh, until just that day. I want to let everyone know that the movie mm-hmm. starts at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time here yes. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, the movie goes till about 8:30. We're going to start the podcast around nine. Yeah. Uh, PM Central Standard Time. Yeah. So look for a uh, live live Instagram, uh, Instagram thing. on ten twenty eight. Yeah. It'll be a good one. Uh, we're gonna watch that movie beforehand. So oh yes, make sure it's good. <laughs> uh, until next time, everyone. Can't wait to see you again, everyone. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. <laughs> <laughs>